Welcome to TV Momentum Audio Edition. For executives looking to lead and build high-performing teams in fast-paced environments through principles from sports. Hi everyone, welcome back to our final and fifth video of the mini-series. This video is called Celebration and it's part of the longer series called Delivering Results in Fast-Paced Environments Through High-Performing Teams. A quick story about a digital transformation effort I was leading. And this effort was a long effort. So a lot of work, a lot of projects, but it was also long in duration, where a lot of things we were working on wouldn't come to fruition for at least a year, year and a half, or two years. So just to put in perspective, we were launching a brand new POS deployment across 300 and more stores, a brand new app, loyalty program, delivery service, integrations, analytics platform, and all of this had to be done within 18 months to two years. Now, some of the results that we got from this effort was we actually rolled out the POS over 300 stores in six months, launched a brand new digital ordering platform with loyalty, web, app, state of the art in under a year. And we kept the lights on as well and made sure that the brand became a digital first brand in a matter of months. And at times, uh, because it was such a long effort, the results weren't gonna be there for at least a year and a half, two years, and even in some cases after everything's implemented, there was a lot of work. And it sometimes it felt a lot of pressure. And the problem was, because we couldn't see the results, it was hard at times to stay motivated. So one thing that we did deliberately was celebrating every single milestone that we could celebrate. It made things so much easier. It broke things down into smaller chunks. It made us come together as a team and say, hey, we're in this together. And you know, one, one month, three months, six months, month by month, we're gonna deliver this thing and we're gonna make sure it's the best project we ever deliver. And it really kept us motivated and successfully doing this entire digital transformation. So this gives rise to the concept that we'll be discussing in this video, known as celebration. You can call it celebrating small wins. We'll even talk about how you should be celebrating your failures. So celebration when it comes to high-performing teams is simply enjoying the journey, breaking it up into digestible chunks, and rewarding each other. Not just celebrating yourself for a result, but actually rewarding yourself as a team together. It also means celebrating the effort, not necessarily the result. So this is a big one that most leaders don't quite understand, and this is where a lot of the times they'll celebrate, but it doesn't really do as much benefit as it should because you should always want to celebrate your effort. If you gave it your best effort and your team learned from this, your team got came away with some new data, and you know what you have to adjust, that effort is a win because you came out with some positives, regardless of the overall result. But at the end of the day, you can only control your effort, you can't control the results. So a big thing we'll focus on is celebrating your efforts, regardless if it's a result or a failure because we have to change the definition of success here. Now, as we've done with all of our videos, let's first look at this from the angle of sports. What can you learn from this from a sports team? There are two takeaways here. First of all, take any sport, football, hockey, soccer, curling, anything. You'll see that the players are celebrating throughout the game. They'll celebrate before the game starts, during the game when they score, make a good tackle. Why? Because it picks up the energy. It's needed for the team to win. It's, it has a direct result on the momentum the team will be building. You'll never see a team win that has not been celebrating. It never happens. It gets the team pumped up. It builds a momentum. 
The second thing you should take away from this sports analogy is sometimes you need someone to make a huge play to get the team rallied up. You'll see a linebacker make a big tackle and that energy that this person brings, the entire team on the sideline jumps up and then you'll almost see the entire team change how they play. You'll see them change how they carry themselves. They'll be jogging, they'll be, they have the head up. The body language will change. All because of this one play this person made and they celebrated that play. And lastly, from a sports perspective, all of these sports teams also celebrate when you don't see them. For example, after a game, they'll all go have a drink or a sports drink. Um, you know, we used to go and have a huge breakfast after every Sunday morning workout together because our workout was crazy hard. But at the end of that workout, the entire defensive line said, hey, we, we have to make sure that we reward ourselves as a line. We'd always go and get this huge breakfast together and that was a celebration. And remember, celebration doesn't have to be something huge or something extravagant. It can just be you guys getting together and just enjoying to this company, celebrating, take a step back or celebrating every practice, make it fun because there's really no way a, a football team or a hockey team can go 12 to 16 weeks or six months without celebrating and only being focused on the, on the end result, which is a championship. It never happens. You have to take it game by game. So how do you apply this concept, this analogy to your business practice? So as a leader, this means three things for you. First of all, you have to celebrate the journey. So if you were leading a long project like I was, something 12 months, two years, and you won't see results, you as a leader must break it down into milestones and celebrate the milestone. It's something that I learned from my boss at my recent place that I worked. And you know, it was, it was something where I was like, well, this is so, so long and the team is really feeling beat up. And he said, look, you gotta celebrate the milestones. You know, we have to know that whatever we're working on now in this long time horizon is gonna give us dividends even though the others don't see that way. And a lot of times we let others' judgment dictate our results. But if you know you're working on something that is gonna get you there, then celebrate the small milestones. Number two is you just need to celebrate just because. So sometimes as a team, you just need to have fun. There's nothing to do with the project or results. You gotta make it spontaneous because it gets everybody to take a step back, you know, release that tension, and it brings you closer as a team because again, Video number five is all about building the foundational stage of high-performing teams. So we wanna bring people together because this is gonna help you in stage two and stage three become that team that can really disrupt any industry that you like. And lastly, you need to remember as a leader that you should also celebrate your failures. So first of all, this does not mean you throw a party after a competitor beat you and you didn't do a good job. It simply means if your team gave it their best, and something didn't work out because you know something you couldn't control but as a result of this effort you learn you adjust it you're gonna go back and try again that to me is a win so celebrate these moments because you can't really control the result you know I tried a project one time for three months I led a project I had the entire team working on it we spent some money uh, and we scrapped it after three months to most people it looked like a failure but my leadership team knew that this project was the reason why we found our new direction. And not only did we find a new direction for this project, it set us up for the new digital transformation strategy, but we also saved a ton of cost because of this project. It led us to finding new ways of doing things that otherwise wouldn't be possible. So if you look at it from a long-term perspective, that small result did not dictate the overall result. That actually was a success for us. 
So change your definition of failure and change your definition of success. So how does this look like in action? How can you use this to really build that high-performing team that performs well in disruptive, digital-first environments? First of all, let's assess whether or not this is a problem for you. Maybe you're already celebrating. Maybe your, your problem for your team is the other four concepts, not this one. How do you know this is a problem? Here are some signs. If your team is very slow and dragging their feet every time, this might be a problem. Does your team feel beat up? You know, anytime you're in a meeting, people are tense and just not there. The energy's not there. Are some folks afraid of speaking up? You know they should be challenging the status quo, but they're not. Do some team members take the easy way out? Do the bare minimum. Or every time someone gives you an update, do they bring up the fact that this is a huge project, long way to go, and always like to bring up risks, even though you know that it can be really easily avoided? If, you, if your team is doing some of these things, or if you're feeling that this is something you're noticing, this might be a problem of not celebrating enough. So this is a problem from your perspective. Here are four steps that you can take today, right now, to help you become that team from a foundation perspective that's going to win in a fast-paced, disruptive environment. First of all, you got to break it down. So in football, there's a big saying that you got to take it one game at a time, one quarter at a time, one play at a time. It means focus on the task at hand. Break it down and celebrate these small wins. Celebrate these small efforts. In business as a leader, make a list of all your projects that your team is working on today then break it down into smaller milestones. This is what you have to do right away. You might already have these milestones if your team is doing a good job. It might be part of the project plan. But start treating each milestone as its own focus and communicate it to the team. Step by step, milestone by milestone. It starts with you. So break it down and start celebrating these small successes or failures of these milestones. Number two is you gotta find your ambassadors. In football, there are usually a handful of players that lead that are the energy of the team. A touchdown celebration, a big sack. These players are the ones that actually are the ones who start the celebration. These are the ones that are the social life of the team. So in business, you have to find the team members that have the high energy in your team and you have to give them autonomy. You have to let them celebrate. Give them a budget. Tell them that they must celebrate every single time we launch something new or we learn or we fail. Put some parameters around it and let them loose. Find your ambassador. Number three, jump right in. From football perspective as a leader, it starts with the coach. So you'll see in football games, a lot of the coaches get soaked by the Gatorade jug uh, when they win. But what you don't see is that the coaches celebrate even more and they actually initiate the celebration sometimes in practice. You'll see videos of coaches doing rap battles, videos of coaches dancing, you know, I'll see a lot of, when I play, a lot of the coaches would just come and try to race players. Now, that's, you might say that's not a celebration, it's not a party, but hey, these are all things that are joyful. These are all things that actually bring you together. That's what celebration is all about. You gotta be there for the team and you gotta lead the charge. And business, it starts with you. So lead the celebration. If your team failed, call it out and celebrate anyways, as long as the effort was there. Find something innovative. You know, unless you do it, others are not going to feel obliged to do it. They're not going to feel okay to celebrate, especially if you have a culture that doesn't celebrate right now. So you got to take the lead and you got to jump right in. And lastly, deliberately celebrate failures. In football, 
you know, we'll be reviewing film after we lost. Despite our losses, there are always things that we did well as a team or individuals. And the coach has always called them out and always celebrated those things. Now, obviously, you know, we knew that, hey, we could have done a better job, that we lost and we're going to get better at that. But most of the times you do a lot of great things, a lot of things well. Maybe 90% of the time you do a lot of great things or 95% of the time you did good stuff. You did things that actually helped improve and maybe 5% of the stuff is what caused you to lose. So it doesn't mean you throw everything away. So in business, celebrate the efforts. You know, deliberately, here's a challenge for you. Find one thing a month that didn't work, but that you saw move the needle forward, built a stronger team, saved you cost, you learned something new. And if you can adjust that and come back stronger, then celebrate that effort, regardless of, of failure or success. Because you got to look at success and feel it in the long-term horizon, not effort. To me, it's all about executing. And failure or success in a short-term perspective is just execution. It doesn't dictate the overall results. So celebrate your efforts. So in summary, celebration is one of the most important concepts of building the right foundation in the off-season for your team. So find out what your team is doing, break it out into different chunks, have someone be an ambassador for you, jump right in with your team, start celebrating, and remember to celebrate the efforts, whether or not they were success. Celebrate the failures. Thanks team for listening. Really hope you found this podcast valuable and can leverage some of the content in your day to day. Please remember to leave a review, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up for a ton of free content, exercises, coaching, and frameworks at tanvirbengu.com.